Hello and welcome back to Between the Pages. We are talking a little bit more about Lent today as we are in the season before Easter and I am with Elizabeth today. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, I'm so excited. I really like the Easter season. It feels like the weather's warming up more. Um, Spring is coming. We're coming out of the winter coldness. There's just like new life and we think about the resurrection of Jesus, which also brings like literal new, new life. life. Yeah. yeah. Not just about flowers and blossoms and things like that. But I just love all of the things that happen around Easter time, the traditions. And Lent is definitely one of them. Um, we talked a little bit about how many days Lent is and like the calendar that you're following. Um, we're keeping up with that with you at the same time that you're doing it at home. And we're just so encouraged by um, all the things that you can do as you learn more about Jesus and really his resurrection and his death on the cross. But Lent doesn't just stop when Easter is over. It technically does on the calendar, but Lent really should continue throughout the whole like 365 days of the year. And we're going to be talking a little bit about some Bible verses that you can just think about as you are going through July and August and Christmas time and back into the next Easter in April. So, um, Possibly the best part of the passion story happens after Easter Sunday. So sure. after <laughs> after Jesus dies on the cross and he's in the tomb, um, he is rose from the dead. And a few people come to visit him when they are um, looking for him at the tomb to kind of like pay homage to like go visit his gravestone. And um, Mary is one of the people that do that and a few of his disciples. And when they go to the tomb, they realize that he is not there and the stone is rolled away. The guards are no longer there guarding the tomb anymore. And they kind of have this panic moment for a while until they see a gardener, which actually is Jesus, but they don't recognize him at first because they don't they wouldn't obviously think that like oh my gosh this person is Jesus like he no we that's not him like it's just a random gardener so this gardener is actually talking to Mary and is saying like why are you here um and she thinks that someone stole Jesus's body and Jesus the gardener in this story is telling her like no he is risen um you have seen him and like go spread the news so she it's really cool that she's one of the first people to like go tell other people like Jesus is risen. Like the prophecy that happened in the old Testament is coming true and we are living it. So I just can't imagine how exciting that time was for them. Like to think, Oh my gosh, the savior, the Messiah, he's done what he was come to do. And we just can't wait to spread the news. Um, yeah, so that's, I just love that part of the story. He rose to life just as it was pros- prophesied. And here in 2023, we are still in the life after the resurrection of yeah. Jesus. Um, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read um, Romans 8, 11 for us. is our first verse that I want us to think about as we're going out of Easter season and into like the other months of the year. Romans 8, 11 says, If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you he who raised christ jesus from the dead will also be given life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you so the same spirit that rose jesus from the dead during that exciting time two thousand years ago is still the spirit that lives inside of you if you believe in god which i think is like absolutely incredible that is is very incredible yeah um so whether you've either participated in lent before or maybe this is the first time you've ever done it just keep remembering that you're not doing it alone. The spirit of God like is dwelling in you and we're not doing it because it makes us a better Christian or because it gets us like brownie points in heaven, mm-hmm. but because we are trying to better our faith in God and we can do that throughout the whole year, not just sure. during the time of Lent. Um, 
we talked a little bit about Ash Wednesday, and um, I know you, Elizabeth, are on the worship team and have done a little bit of like Ash Wednesday services yeah. and Easter Sunday services. Yep. Um, does that, what does that look like from like the behind the scenes standpoint? It's, does that feel like a different service than all the other ones that you've done? I think um, going from um, Good Friday, a very heavy, heavy service yep. on a Friday night, um, to then we usually come in on like a Saturday to practice. And I feel like it's like, when we're there, we don't necessarily think about the day in between. We're thinking about the next day. Like we think right. we yep. reflect on like that Friday and then we go right into like the Sunday and we're like, we move, which sometimes I wish we'd think about the Saturday in between because there were days in between and it, we don't always think about that. But then on the Sunday morning, I feel like a lot of times uh, behind the scenes, I definitely for me think like, okay, Easter Sunday, so many services, mm -hmm. so many people, mm -hmm. so many moving parts. But it's like, it's so, I feel like going from that mindset to Jesus is risen. Like we need to be like rejoicing. Like this is a happy yeah. Sunday. Sure, it's hard. But at the same time, a ton of people who don't usually go to church are in church. Yeah. And to think about, okay, this might be our only time to reach these people. And it's like, what better Sunday? besides like Christmas Eve or right, whatever. Like right. what better Sunday is there? The day that like we celebrate like the resurrection of Jesus. And so like going from a mentality of, oh, this is such a long Sunday yeah. to we are reaching people. We are rejoicing in this miracle and we need to take it as that. And it is like, you can feel the energy in the room of like people are rejoicing and it's such a good feeling to be able to worship and see all their faces. Yeah, absolutely. And it definitely is like a somber time on Friday, like you were saying, because it's called Good Friday because Jesus is doing a good thing. Yes. Not because of what is happening to him yeah. is good, which yeah. always confused me as a kid. Like, why is it called sure. <laughs> Good Friday when Jesus is dying on the cross? But it's like kind of a symbolism throughout the rest of your year. Maybe you are going through that somber yeah. time. Maybe you are not feeling the joy that you felt on Easter morning. Yeah. And that is okay. Cause it's, it's okay to have that in between that, that transition between this is a somber time, but knowing that Jesus is risen can really give you that hope and that purpose. Yes, for um, sure. Our next verse is Galatians two twenty. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lived in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I just feel like if you could like, get a tattoo, it could be one like this. Yes. Just as a reminder that it's not your life anymore. Once you give up your life for God, then it's like, that is your faith. That is your drive, yeah. your motivation. And that should be your motivation as you're going through Lent. It's not something that you brag about. For it's sure. not like, oh, I'm giving up sugar and alcohol or smoking or something for Lent. Everybody look at me. It's more a time like this is for you to do to strengthen your faith yeah. in God. It's not a bragging time yeah. or <laughs> everybody that, yeah. Um or another thing for people to say, well, why are you giving up this thing? And you can, it's a yeah. time then to be like, this is why, this is like what I'm doing this for. Um, I think that's like another way to like share your faith too, is of like, I gave up something for my faith. And people are like, you did what now? Like, why would you do that? Like, why yeah. would you give up? Why is it for this time? They start asking questions and then it's a time for you to say, hey, this is why. Yeah, and we live in a very selfish time. So for us to be doing those acts of service, acts of kindness, yeah. prayer, and fasting, it's it's really showing like 
the selflessness that mm-hmm. Christ also showed us that we can pertain to our daily lives even after Easter is over. For sure. Um, obviously, there's nothing that we can do to earn his love because he yeah. already gave that ultimate sacrifice in us. And for us, by observing this holy time is really just like paying homage to Jesus' sacrifice. It's not really doing anything more to get us closer to heaven. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's not acts of service because we messed up so much that we need to like make up for our mistakes. For sure. It's just in addition to um, the faith that we should be living out day by day. Yeah. Um, another verse is Philippians 3.10. That I may know him in the power of his rex- resurrection and may share his sufferings becoming like him in his death. And this is kind of like that somber verse and what you were talking about on Friday is that the time of Lent can be a time of weakness and suffering mm-hmm. because when you do give up something, whether it be time or money or social media or something that you enjoy, yeah. it probably doesn't feel the greatest. Like I love sweets and stuff. So if mm-hmm. I gave up sweets for Lent, yeah. that's going to be really hard for me because for sure. it's something that I love to do or love to eat or enjoy. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> it's just a reminder that by the power of his resurrection, you share in the sufferings that Jesus went through. And if for him to die on the cross and for us to give up like chocolate cake for 40 days, yeah. <laughs> like I feel like that's enough of a sacrifice that we can give just a little bit. Yeah. And that's kind of the main point, I guess, is that you don't, if you're going to continue on this like Lenten practice throughout the rest of the year, you don't want to burn yourself out. Like no. Jesus doesn't want you to not have chocolate cake for a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not, it's nothing like that. It's yeah. not to burn you out or disappoint you or discourage you. It's supposed to be a time of you just remembering the sacrifice that Jesus made and you can carry that out throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, for sure. I think <laughs> it's such a cool idea too, to be able to, just like try and give back a little bit because there's no way we could ever yeah. make up or like get to a level of like of the sacrifice that Jesus gave up for us. And absolutely. So it's just a little something to do that. <laughs> it's, it's better to do it like with somebody that you also yeah, know is doing it with for you sure. so that you can hold yourself accountable and hold them accountable. And then you have to remind each other that you're not relying on your own like fleshly sake because yeah. if I just gave into temptation or self-control, then I would probably fall back on those things that I'm trying to give up. But you have to rely on more of God's strength and God's encountering with you throughout these 40 days and it's not just you doing it on your own for sure so definitely do it with a friend we're doing it with you a lot of people in the bully seeking community are doing it with you so it's easier to encourage each other when you know other people are doing it with you for sure um the other category is acts of kindness so a couple things that you could even do that continue throughout the whole year is a lot of people have like subscriptions to charities like every month you could give a dollar so that's something that you could do besides just during the 40 days of Lent it could be you know something very simple like that yeah for sure um a favorite of mine is like going through my closet and donating old clothes that I don't need anymore or like old dishes in my kitchen or even like I don't know, books I don't read anymore. And that could be an acts of of service that you could continue throughout the whole year. You feel good doing it. You're not doing it for like a selfish gain. It's because you're trying to show love and support and donations are a really great way to do that. For sure. Yeah. I also feel like donation of time too. Like if you like here in Duluth, we have Union Gospel Mission and they always need volunteers um, prepping prepping meals and... um, 
packing food and organizing food. I know our youth group here at church has gone a couple times to do that, and it's been <clears throat> really awesome to see that. And if you don't know what Union Gospel Mission is, they basically are a shelter where they provide meals for the homeless people of Duluth, and I think that is a really cool idea. But if you don't have the time um, to do that, there are, are lots of other ways. I mean, you could even, when you're in the Starbucks drive-thru, just pay for the person behind you. I mean, it could be as simple as that, just to be like, to brighten their day, to be like, hey, I'm thinking about you. And it, you never know how that's going to affect them, too. Yeah. When I was um, looking up different, like, attainable acts of kindness, one that came up that I didn't really think of was, like, not being so quick to judge somebody right away. True. Like, that's an act of kindness that they might not even know about, but yeah. it's just changing your habits and your thoughts to be more kind towards somebody For and sure. more selfless instead of selfish. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Um, or, like, if you hear someone gossiping about a coworker, you could walk away from that situation or just be like, hey, let's not talk about them right now. Yeah. And, like, that's even an act of kindness yeah. that might take you out of your comfort zone a little bit. But every little step that you do that's pertaining to that is really just strengthening your faith and drawing you more closer to God more than you thought it would in the past. For sure. That's really good. Yeah. Um, the other one was like putting in yourself in someone else's shoes. Yeah. So that just means like no. <laughs> um, you're changing <laughs> your perspective. Yeah. So like if someone cuts you off in traffic is a common example, like, Oh, yeah, you could get super angry at them and like flip them off and just scream at them and make it ruin your entire day. Yeah. Or you could be like, oh, I don't know what they're going through. Maybe they had a really bad morning and they're late to work. Yeah. Maybe they're driving somebody to the hospital. Maybe yeah. they just, you know, have to get somewhere quicker and I got in their way. So yeah. it's it's changing your perspective into thinking more about like taking yourself out of your own position and putting yourself in their position and yeah. their perspective. So these little acts of kindness are definitely stuff that you can do like throughout the whole year. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And it'll change your whole like perspective on life too. Absolutely. Once you, I mean, these little things that even if they don't notice, mm -hmm. eventually a bunch of little things will pile up and people will be like, Hmm, there's yeah, what's something, different about them? yeah, there's something that's changed in there. What is yeah, it? I think yeah. that's really cool too. Yeah. So we talked about fasting, we talked about acts of kindness, and the third one is um, prayer. Okay. And so very often we are so quick to go to doubt or go to discouragement when we are hit with struggles. For sure. And instead of thinking about the doubts or whatever like negative thoughts you're telling yourself, it's a huge habit to try to encourage yourself and think about going to God first instead of going to that like fleshly worldly lies that mm -hmm. Satan is trying to tell you. Um, I think I have one more verse on that. I'm not sure. Maybe I don't. Never mind. There are a <laughs> lot of verses about prayer. I yes. just don't have one in the, <laughs> in my notes right now. But even if Easter is just one day of the year, the whole reason that you practice Lent is to build up those habits that you can go to God in prayer when you are faced with circumstances or struggles that are really just hard to deal with without God in your life. For sure. Yeah. Prayer is powerful. Oh, absolutely. Powerful. Yeah. I even um, saw a person on social media that I don't know personally, and she's kind of a famous person, not, um, so I don't know her. But she was just saying, hey, um, I have a lot of followers on here, and I really believe in the power of prayer. Could everyone just pause and hold their finger down on this story and just pray for my mom right now? And I was yeah. like, that is so cool that she's taking the platform that she has and using the tool that can be used for bad, yeah. but instead is twisting it around for good and asking people for prayer and the power of prayer and the power of numbers. For and sure. like. 
I I did. I like held my finger down and just prayed for this person. I don't yeah. even know them, but just changing a little bit of that mindset about taking yourself out of it and putting yourself in their shoes and thinking about the sacrifice that Jesus made and how we can make little sacrifices for other people. Oh, for sure. And even though like you all weren't praying together in this community, I mean, it's still like in the Bible, it says like where two or more are gathered in my name. And it's like, even though you're like the person could be praying all the way across the country, across the world. Yeah. Like it's still like you are all coming together to pray like over this person. I think that's, it's definitely powerful. Super powerful. So all three of those things are kind of like the trifecta of Lent yes. is the, <laughs> the fastening, the acts of kindness and the prayer. So even if it's just one thing a week that you want to yeah. focus on, like this week, I'm going to focus on prayer. Yeah. I encourage you to like write it down or even do like a video diary. So you can kind of keep track of like throughout the whole entire year where God has shown up and answered prayers or, you know, acts of service that you could see the outcome later down the road. Yeah. It's just really cool it's hard to remember everything that happened in the year. So maybe starting after Lent, just start a journal or a prayer diary or whatever works for you. And just kind of keep track of the things that God is doing in your life weekly, maybe daily or monthly, whatever works in your schedule. And just try to like edge out that little bit of time as a sacrifice as you're looking forward to the next season of Lent. For sure. That's so cool. Well, thank you. This is a really good topic, Jenny, and I'm really glad we got to talk about it together. (laughs) I'm excited for Easter. I hope you all are excited for Easter. Um, Maybe just go to a different church, even like if you haven't been to church in a while, like go try out a different one. There's so many different cool services to go to multiple services. Yes. (laughs) And if you're thinking like, oh, I would rather just sleep in and eat ham or whatever you do on (laughs) Easter, just try to think of like the sacrifice that Jesus made and how you can make little steps towards those sacrifices in your own life. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. So, um, I encourage you to follow us on social media if you haven't already. Um, we love reading your comments, whether it's about the podcast or about blogs that we posted in the past. Um, we just love to hear anything from you feedback wise and encouraging news about how your Lent is going or maybe how we can encourage you otherwise. Um, Instagram, Snapchat, not really (laughs) why do i keep thinking of snapchat i don't know Uh, facebook a little bit TikTok, tiktok and youtube especially um we love hearing from you and we are praying for you in this time so we'll see you next time